0: The worst moments of our life.
1: Hey girl, hey, that's bad.
0: Uh, so speaking of like worst ever experiences. That is the
1: worst ever.
0: I don't feel so good. And that was my worst audition
1: so, like ever. How bad can it be?
0: <laughs> and we feel the pain is best or funny.
1: Welcome to Worst Ever
0: Podcast,
1: where I am your host, Ala Khaled.
0: And I'm Christine Lake. And she's here too. Listen,
1: I can't talk to you right now. I'm
0: giving you the floor. I'm pissed. Because it's your birthday.
1: Today's, okay, we're recording early. You're hearing this later. So today is September 23rd, my birthday, first day of fall. Okay?
0: Okay. It's Uh, fall, y'all.
1: It's fall. It's going to be
0: 96 tomorrow.
1: (laughs) And I've so far have gotten a $47 Starbucks gift card. 47? Yeah, because I'm 47 today.
0: Oh, that's cute.
1: And then I've gotten a twenty dollar gift card, but I owe you three dollars right. because you're making me pay. Because she was only giving me seventeen dollars,
0: right? <laughs> because because you spent seventeen dollars on my birthday,
1: on your birthday, which
0: you tried to reimburse. You wanted me to reimburse you for,
1: right? Because I got jewelry for you,
0: correct? But and I-, I never reimbursed you,
1: right? But a <laughs> couple of years back, I think I got you a fifty dollar Amazon gift card.
0: Well, now it's a new year.
1: Okay, I'm just letting you know that it's still not.
0: But I already—I always start off the year, friend. So whatever you want to give me, and by the way, you forgot my fortieth birthday. Actually, so. I
1: was in Atlanta.
0: I don't care.
1: <laughs> I forgot.
0: Right. So I could have forgotten too, but I didn't. I wouldn't and let I, you. And I gave you a seventeen dollars. And
1: I got a cake pop from—is that from you, Rob? Uh,
0: no, no, it was from Georgia.
1: Oh, well, you owe me something.
2: Yeah. I <laughs>
3: One. I asked you if you wanted one in text yesterday and you didn't respond.
1: I so. was driving. That's why I forgot. Okay, to well, you're we terrible,
0: you're a terrible but You can send
1: me a Starbucks gift card. Okay. Can I do it through the app? Do you have the app? I have the app. Okay. You can send it. Cool. Um, everyone Such that's listening can send me a Starbucks gift card.
0: Are we still also trying to give you teeth?
1: Or get me, help me with the new teeth with the GoFundMe. <laughs> oh and that's Allah's new grill at GoFundMe. So feel free to donate to that as well okay
0: okay great how is 47 treating you so far it's not great really why <laughs> uh
1: I don't I mean I don't have an age issue right so I'm fine with the age okay it's just yeah, yeah I don't expect anything from people like right. I don't expect things like we will go have drinks or whatever I try to like spread it out so I'm like someone's taking me lunch or whatever but I feel like people are. Uh, When I don't get the response that I'm looking for... Which
0: is nothing. Correct. Okay. I get upset. So wait, you don't expect anything, but if people don't do anything, then you get upset. Yeah. Okay. Well, who specifically are you pissed at right now?
1: No, I'm not pissed at anyone specifically. People have reached (laughs) out, but I'm like going, okay... So, like, for instance, like a friend of mine, okay, so, like, Sarah Kelowna, she yeah. was on the show, right. she uh, texted me, she said, hey, can I take you to dinner for your birthday on Monday? And I was like, sure. And then she's like, hey, you know what? Wednesday's probably better for me. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know? <laughs> well, to be fair, uh, when you were when we were trying to make this podcast happen and we realized it was your birthday, I said, oh, should we do evening and have drinks? And you were like, No. Well, because so, I was uh, supposed to have
1: dinner with Sarah Colonna. Okay,
0: well. And I was going to make her take me to a to,
1: fancy restaurant. I tried to do something nice. And I was nice. going to order expensive things.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I see. Well, I know where I'm going to take you. Where? I will take you somewhere if you're that hard up for your birthday. I'm going to take you to the Bistro Garden.
1: Uh, where's that?
0: It's right down the road. I just rediscovered it. The last time I was there, I was there with for brunch with Gary Marshall and he was talking to Tony Danza. I mean, it's an old person's I wanna place. I want to go. You're going to love it. I say I we, either, we either brunch it up or we go for the happy hour at the bar because my friend Manuel makes a mean, dirty martini.
1: Okay, I'll do it. I'll, although I've been drinking a lot of old fashions lately.
0: That's fine. I'm sure you can make that too.
1: Now, here's the deal though. On top of that, when the Popeye's chicken sandwich comes back, <laughs> okay. if you would- Okay. Try to get me one of those because I still haven't tried it and I, it's made me very upset.
0: Okay, but can I also can I also offer the uh, the pop up chicken restaurant that is happening at the car wash down the street?
1: No. I want the Popeye's <laughs> chicken sandwich.
0: <laughs> there, but for real? No,
1: because I want to see you waiting in the line. I want to see you in the drive-thru. I want to see you the getting o- that sandwich.
0: The only Popeye's I know is in Burbank. Is this the one we're going to?
1: You can, not, you're not. you going to bring the sandwich. I'm,
0: I'm bringing the sandwich yeah, to
1: you? Correct, because I'm not waiting in the line again. Last time I waited in the line. You wouldn't even go they, to
0: Chick-fil-A for me when I was like nine months pregnant. You want me to go to Popeye's when it's not even your birthday? Correct. This is the worst friendship ever. <laughs> yeah.
1: All right, we You're have a, a very special guest today. Yes. Uh 3 Tony nominations?
3: Yes. Three times robbed.
1: Correct. That's <laughs> why you're on our show. Um, we only really
0: like losers. We don't like winners.
1: He was also he also starred in uh, the Disney series, Jesse. Yes. Hey,
0: Jesse. Yeah.
1: That was a good one. Um, you've done multiple television shows. First of all, it's Kevin Chamberlain. Kevin Chamberlain, everyone. Hey. Hey.
3: And I have had a Popeye's chicken sandwich. You have had it? Two times. Is it delicious? I wanted to try spicy and regular. Okay. That's what <laughs> I was, because
1: I'm not a big spicy person. So is it, <laughs> It's really spicy. It's
3: nice, you know. Chick Fil A has a bit of a dryness to it, right? And I like the the. It, it has a plump. You can tell it's been marinated in the buttermilk, and um, it's oh, very tasty. I know it's really tasty, and the brioche bun. <laughs> it's a brioche bun. Oh, I um, love brioche. And then you know bun. you're not eating um, hate, uh, right? Like Chick Fil A. So. I know. But truth.
1: I we used to go to Chick Fil A undercover. Like with sunglasses and hats yeah. and because- Well, that'll work. Well, I love Chick-fil-A. <laughs> I mean, I do love it. Listen, I love a Chick-fil-A sandwich. Who doesn't? And the nuggets are delicious. Yeah. But now that Popeye's is- Made this sandwich, and I, apparently it's better than the Chick Fil A sandwich. I have to go to Popeyes. Uh, I'm, even I'm just, though I'm I, sure it's owned by a racist, um, but <laughs> who knows?
3: I'm just, God, allegedly sweet lady that's on the commercials. I understand you
1: know? that. I have a wig issue. I don't like the wig they put her in. <laughs> no, <but laughs>
2: <It's> in Louisiana. <laughs> I do love
1: Popeyes, though. I think it's owned by the guy who owns Houston's.
3: Oh yeah, makes sense because it's from New Orleans. I'm obsessed with Houston. I, I love, love Houston. Have you ever had their ribs?
0: No, yes. but I've had that that artichoke oh, yeah. spinach dip.
3: Yeah. And then the grilled artichokes are amazing <laughs> when they're in so the season. Good. But it, you can go there anytime you get a rib there. It just is fall off the bone. Oh, mm. you're, Delicious. This you're food forking talk it. Is and crazy. I know. I, I
1: was there <laughs> and now now
0: I'm like, all I can think about is Mother Clucker, which is the place at the car wash. I'm not the car wash going chicken.
1: Mother Clucker, but uh, thank you.
0: <laughs> just saying, I saw. Wait, can I just. I was driving home from work last week. It was late, 9 o'clock, 9.30, and I'm at the stoplight uh, getting off the freeway, and I look over at the car wash, and there's like a fiesta going on. I'm like, what's happening at the car wash, and why does it look like people are making food? So I look it up on Google. Sure enough, there's a pop-up restaurant that happens there four nights a week. I just think it's weird. And interesting, so we went and, and it does was the health
3: department. Like, that's my thing. I never understood things. how like, they get away. With how it? do they get away? There's with, a top, ta- like, it's weird target, property taxes in, <laughs> <isn't>
1: it, uh, <laughs> on Eagle Rock Boulevard. There's a target, right? Like, a, one of those mini targets. Oh, yeah. And at uh, night, there's a, like that. a taco, yeah. like, tent a half a mile long. And the line it's is
3: phenomenal.
1: The line is like down the street. I'm going. Do they have a permit? Like how do they get They to must pop have a permit. On the sidewalk?
0: I don't know how they do it, but they must mm-hmm. I, I, they must have a permit.
1: It's, a it's street weird. meat. Street I, meat. I get it, but I'm like what's with the tacos? Is the line is like, I mean, if you saw this line, it's crazy.
0: You should go. Figure it out. I'm not a big
1: street taco person.
0: <laughs> but you're a big street
1: I am excited to try the new Taco Bell cheddar um crusted uh shells on the chalupas.
0: Well, that sounds good.
1: It's like a it's like a it's like um like a Parmesan, you know, like a
3: crisp, crispy cheese.
1: Yeah, I'm into yeah.
0: that. I'm into that. I, I love call that. it
3: crispy, tasty cheese. I love crispy,
1: tasty
0: <laughs> cheese.
3: Wait, after you cook a burger, you just throw a piece of cheese in the grease. Oh my god! Yes, <laughs> yes,
0: just,
3: just delicious. Sear it.
0: All right, let's <laughs> All let's right, get back on. to Kevin.
3: Okay, Kevin. Enough about beef. Mm-hmm. Now I uh, you're currently in rehearsal, but it. Uh, yes, I'm in uh, previews actually. Speaking of uh, Pasadena, where I go to Houston's all the time, right at the Pasadena Playhouse, we're doing Little Shop of Horrors, <gasps> Alan Menken and Howard Ashman's genius piece based on the nineteen fifties Roger Corman film, and then uh, there was a musical made in the eighties that Frank Oz did, mm-hmm. um, and but it ran on off Broadway from like eighty one to eighty one or eighty two to uh, almost ten years, I think. My living in New York, all I remember is Little Shop of Horrors there and Stomp
2: <laughs> in yeah. that theater
3: at Orpheum. Yeah. And um, I saw it in there at eight, in 82, and it's a tiny little space. Yeah. And I had never been to a scrappy, kind of dirty downtown off-Broadway theater. And it was just so cool to – because the play matched it. The The play matched the block that it was – being placed on that skid row downtown it's, yeah it's which is interesting the kids you know that i don't know if you know do you know little shop very well yeah. like, it's i did it my senior year of high school
1: oh, i wow. played seymour thank you and um, brilliant Seymour. It's, and and it's,
0: he's obsessed with Mick, rick moranis so. I, I was yeah. obsessed
1: with rick moranis and i it when i went to college went to amda and my life we did life studies and my adult uh my Child life study was Rick Moran's son, so I was stalking him because they lived in my neighborhood. So I was stalking his son in preschool. <laughs> <laughs> True story.
0: Wow. That's that could get you arrested. Like,
1: yep. Yeah. <laughs> in this day and age for sure. But this well, was the that 90s. Sung,
3: skid uh, down on it's Skid Row. Right. The younger kids in the in the cast that grew up in the in LA, they thought The show takes place in L.A. because we sing about Skid Row. Sure. And I had to say, there's actually a Skid Row in every town. Correct. It's a term. It's not an actual geographic (laughs) location like Hollywood. Um, It's really a very new production. You're playing Mushnick. I am playing Mr. Mushnick, uh, the owner of the shop. And uh, a wonderful Broadway uh, actor named George Salazar, who starred in Be More Chill recently- and which has the biggest cult following? Every night, there's over a hundred people waiting for him at the stage door. I didn't. <gasps> wow. I didn't know the popularity of of uh, Be More Chill. And then M J Rodriguez, right? A t- beautiful trans actress who's on um, Pose, and uh, she was at the Emmys last night. And so you? She's fabulous. so she's a she. She's. she's I mean, she's I always get the Audrey. pronouns wrong.
1: So it's because she's a trans woman. She's a trans woman because I have a yeah. trans person teaching my, I went to pony sweat again. I
0: am I was very proud of you. And
1: th- sh- they, re- the pronouns are they, them. Oh, she used, well, they used, she, I think she used, she, her, they, them.
0: Oh God, stop talking. You're the worst.
1: Yeah.
3: <laughs> what do you, so yeah, she, she's on Pose. They're <laughs> like old white guys.
0: I can't. Um, <laughs>
3: yeah. But uh, MJ is a trans actress. She's a trans fantastic. female actress. And a belt like, you know, Broadway belt. She's Amazing. incredible. And uh, Matt Wilkis, who has a wonderful uh, website, uh, Matt and Dan, a uh, really funny gay sketch comedy that's oh, cool. really brilliant. And... Um, these three wonderful girls playing the Ronettes and it's, it's a really good production, very different design.
1: I was going to um, ask you. Yeah, what's it's the- not
3: taking place in in the kind of scruffy rundown little shop. It's, it's much more um, metallic, high tech uh, fluorescent light, um, very bare stage.
1: Like a work live space.
3: Yeah. We work. <laughs> we work. <laughs> and there's Puppets by um this wonderful puppet designer, um, Sean and I'm blanking on his last name, I'm bad. And he uh had we have five puppeteers. So it's a, a oh, big, wow. Yeah. How big a, is the Audrey Two? Um, that is a secret. Oh. Yes. This is a different different sort of concept. So you have to come I'm coming. Come see it. Um, That's exciting. Yeah. Imagine if, if a, if instead of the plant growing uh, in in girth, <laughs> it grows in length and with its oh, tendrils. Oh, wow! So cool. the tendrils sort of become alive, and and so it's really fun for the puppeteers to because uh, the ahead. tendrils can wrap around someone's neck and strangle them. And and that theaters are really nice. Yeah, it's eight hundred and fifty seats. Yeah, it's uh, that's good. It's wow, it's the state. Theater of California, which I
1: did know. Oh, I know. didn't
0: know that. Yeah.
3: Yeah, it yeah, it's been around. It has.
1: And is this going to move anywhere? Is this... This was designed no, for that? No, there's
3: already... No, it's designed just for that. There's an off-Broadway production already running right now with Jonathan Groff. Right. So... Speaking of Broadway, um, your nominations
1: were for Seussical. Seussical.
3: um, the Dr. Seuss musical. That's the, the number one show done in high school. Yeah, I In the country. It's and weird. And Adam's Family, which is right. also in the top five of being done all over the place. And then a play about Mae West called Dirty Blonde.
0: Oh, I remember that.
3: Yeah. It was uh, three, 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 uh, two, two people basically playing Mae West and all the men in her life. And then a third guy who would play piano and a couple other roles, and it was James Lapine who did Sunday in the Park with George. Oh
0: yeah, and we
3: all developed it together up in the um, Martha's Vineyard. Oh wow, it was really one of the one of the most organic, um, more meaningful shows that I've done in my career because she also was writing it as we were developing it, Claudia Shear, and she added uh, stuff from my own life autobiographical stuff into the character oh wow like i'm, I'm a rest, i was a wrestler i was a new jersey heavyweight champ championship wrestler and uh i know smell me i
1: you know i was the manager of my junior high wrestling team
3: <laughs> really that is not
1: a lie either because the coach in north carolina greensboro north carolina um the coach i was the smallest kid in junior high so he made me the manager so that when the lightweight competition came because there was Never anyone to wrestle that weight class. Um, he would just stick me in the uniform and put me out there, and I would have automatic win. Oh,
0: yeah. Well,
1: that's oh, smart. yeah.
0: So did you ever have to wrestle no, randomly? No, but
1: well, I had it your to weight,
3: Right. As yeah. It as long as, so, right? but I was
1: so tiny, I was like the yeah. smallest right. kid in class. So I, I never had to wrestle. Um, and I was the manager, so I had to go to all their um, not rehearsals, but their practices. And what
0: <laughs> would you do during practice?
1: I would make th- I would make them. Um, I mean, I would like make sure they lattes. did all the drills, and you know the positions. Yeah. There's like a whole thing, and then charts and keeping up with their weights, and when the weight class when they have to weigh in, I have to write all the weights down. Oh yeah, it's
3: a whole thing, Christine. It's a lot of work. Okay, it's a yeah. very disciplined uh, uh, sport, and I didn't really like it. My my older brother kind of pushed me into it because he was a wrestler, and the only reason I didn't do it was there wasn't a play that year. <laughs> so and i ended up doing well at it and uh mm. i'm winning the state championship
1: but well whatever wow. i mean i was just the manager but you don't have to brag about it no, <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm not
3: comparing
0: um well, kevin kevin and i did a, a musical five years ago that, that you husband, developed my husband developed yeah it. yeah and Scream. It was the unauthorized parody of Scream. Super fun. We yes. did it at the Rockwell.
3: With Sarah Hyland. With Sarah
0: Hyland. Oh, that's right. Uh, so we had two different casts, um, and then we vacillated back and forth. But Sarah was in my cast. Um, Marla. Marla uh, Mindell. She mm-hmm. was hilarious. And Tom Lank was in a cast. He, we, they, we went back and forth. Um, yeah. David Hull. All, Jimmy Ray Bennett. All kinds of people. Super fun. Um, I got to play the Drew Barrymore role in the beginning and got slashed and yes. blood put all over me, which was great. And then What was the uh,
3: song you sang?
0: Um it was a whisper to a scream. Right. And then um and then I got to be the Rose McGowan and I had very poignant nipples. <laughs> 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 if you've ever seen Scream, Rose McGowan, they're just they're her character. They're really out and proud. So <laughs> I found on Amazon some some latex L- nipples. nipples. Yeah. And I wore them wow. under my costume. I wanted to be authentic. Well, all I right? love it. To the parody. I love it. It was
3: really fun. That show should be mounted again. I it really was did. great. What's it's the so legal fun. issues
1: with doing something like that? It's a parody. An so, authorized. Yeah, so,
3: yeah, they pay a license to It has to be in like a 99 Caldera. seat. Plus.
0: Yeah, yeah, I don't know what the. They never came after you no. guys or anything. Well, before. when you guys did. It Andy started Patrick. a whole.
3: Um, Scream was the first. Yeah. Um, they call it UMPO now. Unauthorized right. musical parody. Um there's they've done everything from Jurassic Park to
1: Mean Breakfast
0: Girls and, well, yeah, and yeah you did
3: yeah. the movie um
0: Silence Silence Yeah I mean that was a different different Well because when you guys place, also did
1: Annie Rexic and the Bulimic Orphans
0: The Odyssey of the Bulimic Orphans Oh sorry Yep
1: that there was a lawsuit There was did a lawsuit yeah. <laughs> yeah it <laughs> came out from the
0: Annie people um, there was also a lawsuit during the um, Dog Sees God, which is all about right. the Peanuts characters. I mean, right. the whole Charles Schultz state came after them uh, for oh, certain right. things. I mean, you have to be really careful about what you do. But well, when you when you clearly are saying it's an unauthorized parody, I think you get away with more. I mean, yes. even when we would do stuff for, you know, Troubadour Theatre Company, we would use like Shakespeare and popular music. So we would do things like, you know, Juliet Hall and um, Romeo Oates. So it's like Holland Oates and... Um, Romeo Hall, Juliet. Ode, sorry, and then or like um, mid midsummer Saturday Night Fever dream, and it was all like the <laughs> no, <laughs> crack I, and rob uh, up over here. I wanted two uh, gentlemen of Chicago.
1: I pi- I ah. I pitched uh, Selena Medea to you guys. I
0: know. But that, now and then people the, would come back like it and it was less so obviously Shakespeare is its own thing so and that's like free, free to be licensed now um but people would now and then see the show and like the estate of Chicago or whoever would come and be like you can't use our music even though we were changing on the lyrics and sometimes they would be super flattered and they would come and see the show and they were like this is amazing we love it. Well Kevin
3: Williamson came right. to scream and um it was and he Sent people to see it, and a lot of people got work from that. Yeah, General Platt was in it, right? And, um, Ben Platt's brother and Carly Ray got a series out yeah. of it. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, so it was you it was smart. Speak
1: going back to the Tony's three times.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: Are you expecting to win? Like, when you're there, like, what is it? Do well, you, do the first you have year, speech? I
3: lost to an 81-year-old Holocaust survivor. Well, damn. So <laughs> I have to, I need to find a story. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> then I lost to an ex-heroin addict. Oh. And and then, um, what was the, oh, the other one, the show had closed, and it was the year of the producers. Oh. Uh, so, I knew I wasn't going to win.
0: Sometimes um, it really is luck of the draw.
3: Yeah, but I would definitely – I never hired a publicist, and I definitely would next time if I do get nominated. again. You think that would definitely – I was like, publicist, uh, new cabinets in the kitchen. Yeah. Right. Uh, you know <laughs>
0: – You know, I think it does make a big difference, and
1: – I'm surprised the show didn't have a publicist for you.
0: Uh –
3: in those instances, I was the only thing that was nominated from the show. It wasn't even nominated for Best Musical, um, Adam Samley or Susical, and uh, so it was really awkward, actually coming to work the next day. Oh wow! Being the only thing nominated. Oh, and everyone thought they'd be performing on the Tonys, and oh, we got nothing.
1: They weren't so, even invited.
3: Yeah. Ouch! Oh. Yeah, it's an awkward day. Crickets, crickets.
1: It's
0: Congratulations on your nomination. I mean, yes. the
1: producers had to be happy. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I, I mean, the producers had to be
3: happy. Yeah. Uh, no, they were wow. sad that their show. <laughs> I know, but it s- still, it's like something because it's the best uh, advertisement a show can get is when they're on the Tonys, right? I guess. I mean, you can pay some shows now will pay to do a number. Even though they're not nominated, just to just so
0: they get more publicity get for the show.
3: Do you plan on doing more Broadway?
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, yeah. You I'm like gosh. being out there. You know the grass is always greener. You know, right. I just finished a year in Wicked. I and, know. Um, I was going to tell you. I was going to talk and about that as the wizard, and you know, by the end, I was ready to come home to my house and yeah, and uh, and have a more. It, it's a nightmare. Nightmare. It's a. It's a Dracula kind of life. It's it's a vampire life. You you go to work at seven thirty, right. and then when you get off work at eleven, you're like raring to go, and everyone else is asleep. Mm. And so I don't go to bed till two, three, four o'clock in the morning. But it's very lonely at that time mm. of night. And so my social life kind of you you hang around with the other Broadway people. Right. That's yeah. yeah. It becomes like it. a bubble. Just talk Broadway. Yeah. <laughs> Or politics is a lot right, of politics, yeah. right? But uh, it, it's very—it's um, a unique lifestyle, and your body starts to wear down because you're doing the same exact thing every night. And what's that definition of insanity?
0: Doing the same thing you're, over and over, yeah, expecting a expecting another, a different result. <laughs> yeah,
3: <laughs> and sometimes you do get a different result with the a, a fun audience, but when you're in a tourist show like Wicked, right. It tends to be- And it was like their anniversary cast, right? 15 years yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah.
0: But that's the thing I think people don't understand as well about Broadway is that- once you have a show that's that's a hit and it's set and this is what it is um there really is not a lot of wiggle room to your performance. They kind of want you to do it a certain way. I had a friend that was in Jersey Boys for years. Yeah. Like did it for 10 years. And it got to the point where they would still give him notes even on like the smallest of you didn't um you were supposed to be on the 2 and you were on the 3. So right. just be sure that when you're doing this line, you're there. I mean, so it does become a little bit paint by the numbers and you have to you can't really put your own once. Once it's set, it's set. It not, is. and not, those numbers have it. to
3: do with lighting. Mm-hmm. You know, they have they have all the programmable lights. Right. They don't even have follow spot operators anymore, which is so sad. Yeah. So you know, you could have freedom with follow spot operators. You could just go crazy and run around the stage, and the, that guy would follow you. And now you have to hit these certain numbers in these certain blocks because the programmable lights will go shpum on to you.
0: Yeah.
1: Coming into a show that's already established like Wicked, I mean, obviously you've got to sort of make that the wizard your own, and and it's been done several times by uh, how many other people
3: before you? Oh, my you? gosh. At least yeah. uh, 14 or 15.
1: Where's your head at when it comes to, like, recreating that role? Well,
3: I want to make it my own. I mean, I always um, have a – idea of what you know i was supposed to do one of the original readings of wicked oh wow uh, back in its development um and so i had an idea of what i wanted to do and then i listened to joel gray and i listened to the recordings and i'm a big believer that talent borrows genius steals
2: (laughs) Mm, (laughs) so you can Mm -hmm.
3: steal what you right no i agree with that that you like and then make your make it your own but also the, the actresses that you're playing off of make it Help different that. every night. Yeah, yeah. That's And I had true. a lot of, I had five different Glindas and five different Elphabas over a year period of time.
0: Wow. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. Um, who were some of the uh, the women that you've worked with in those in, roles? In Wicked, uh, mm-hmm.
3: Jessica Vosk. Mm-hmm. She's really amazing. And uh, Amanda Jane Cooper was a wonderful Glinda. And – um uh, one I did the the first um black Glinda,
0: oh cool um, to
3: ever play the role a wonderful girl named Brittany Murphy yeah
0: oh, yeah, it was yeah, yeah yeah incredible
3: and that was that was an exciting night. Um,
0: have you always done Wicked in on Broadway in New York? Have you ever toured with? Him? I haven't no.
3: done the tour no, but a good friend of mine was playing the Wizard on the tour, uh, Jason Grah and uh we would text each other back and forth note, <laughs> notes on a wizard
0: that we're going to
3: put together something.
0: <laughs> back in the day, like when you were auditioning, or I, I will say even now, um, because you still go in to audition for roles. Mm-hmm. Um, any any terrible auditions like the, that you have in the recesses My,
3: of your mind? The the most heinous auditions I have are when they say, Okay, throw away the script, just improv. Oh yeah. And Ugh. it's not my story. That yeah. is not – I am not an improv actor. You're not? Maybe I should – I'm uh, shocked. – take a class or something. But I'm just – my comfort zone is more in – The words. In the words, yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So what uh, – I'm scared to Curbure ask. Curb your
2: enthusiasm. <laughs> oh, God.
3: I, the I, improv I, show I went in. Yeah, I went in numerous times. And you, you would audition with Larry David. Okay. And – in the middle of the auditions, I would just start laughing and going, I have no idea what to say next. As opposed oh, to Kevin. being in the moment. What a fucking great. And place I understand to be. it more now. Wait, so they I definitely understand. They give
1: you now. a scene, like a premise of a scene. Yeah, they and give you like a outline,
3: a, a paragraph of, of what's supposed to happen in the scene. But uh, I just. But I I talked to, you know, a really good friend of mine is um, John Michael Higgins. Yeah. Who does all the Christopher Guest movies. He says, you know, he prepares a lot of lines up in his head. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, he gets the scenario in advance and and he writes his own material. I mean, he said, you know, you're pretty good off the cuff, but you don't know if that's really going to make it into the final cut. Right. You know if you write some zinger lines. Right. They'll make it into the cut. And if
0: you can kind of manipulate the conversation to hopefully go that direction, then you can use them. Yeah, yeah.
3: And I can tell, I can tell when someone's improving as opposed to uh, spewing out a written line.
0: Yeah, I can tell
3: the difference. It's a different kind of acting. So what happened with Larry? Um, I just started laughing. You really just started, I laughing. started laughing. And then what does he say? Like, okay, okay, thank you. And then they bring you you back anyways? Uh, Yeah, they brought me back three times. I don't know, for different roles. I guess you like the look of me. Or just, you know, I don't know. It just never worked out, though. That's so funny. I I don't like the improv. Yeah, well, (laughs) speaking of
1: death... Oh, this summer, right? You were pronounced dead on Twitter.
3: I was, yeah. How did this happen? Yeah, like what the fuck? It was a bizarre thing. Um, (laughs) I was at Kristen Chenowitz boot camp, yeah. Oh, you at the one she does in Oklahoma, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, down there, amazing Mm -hmm. facility and really a lot beautiful, uh. The 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 staff is wonderful. We yeah, have great, amazing great Michael <laughs> Orland from Merrick Nidal, who was one of the musical. And we have about fifty five kids, and she, one of the kids, posted me. She was like, "Oh, do your catchphrase from Jesse," and I, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm literally, I'm, I'm now a catchphrase. And it's, it's Too far. <laughs> that was my 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 catchphrase. Like if the doorbell rings, and I was the butler, right. Bertram get that it's too far and so she videoed me doing that on TikTok
0: Uh huh. it's know an app is. TikTok is an TikTok app
3: TikTok is the hottest app right now you can like make your own music like video Vine. oh I need to get it yeah it's it's it wastes a lot of time watching um, people's
1: I'm still learning the minute. Instagram
3: yeah I roll <laughs> we're all catching up yeah and so the the video that she took of me um went viral and it got over a million hits within th- like 3 or 4 hours oh my gosh and then someone posted i heard he had died oh no in the comments
0: oh god <laughs> and
3: then it just snowballed just from someone going i, I heard, heard he had died and then all of a sudden <laughs> it's in the ap and <gasps> on the no there's articles on the news thing there's uh, just Jared, I guess is the kids, yeah, uh, oh,
1: that he's uh he's like the um
3: he's like a gossip guy
1: he's
0: like a reality Gossip guy does reality yeah, too okay, yeah,
3: so then I'm mean, going to get a little serious, we had um we lost one of our uh, cast members right this summer, um an incredible young actor named Cameron Boyce, yeah, at the height of his and of course, the family had to deal with people thinking that it was a hoax mm. Um, because this had happened like two weeks earlier with me oh it was bizarre i mean that's the least really weird about but he was so amazing and he really out of all the kids he was his career was had a incredible trajectory to it he was on an hbo series yeah no i saw
1: him i mean i saw an interview about the whole thing with Kenny Ortega. Yeah. And I've known Kenny for years and I was yeah. just like, Oh my God, this is. Yeah. I, they were very tight. Yeah.
3: And then in Cameron and Karin, uh, who lived with him, he was the uh, Indian kid on, on, uh, Jesse, he, they would come to visit me in New York all the time. See any play I was doing. Um, we were all really tight. Yeah. And that show. So it's what was it? four fun. years, Jesse, uh, 120 episodes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the production company was
3: uh, Disney, and and the Pamela Elyse O'Connell oh, okay. wrote it. Uh, I love her. Beaumont. Yeah, yeah. I right. met with started, her years ago. Great. She
0: when she went on debunked my writing right. partner and I had a. They wanted to staff us, and then I couldn't do it because oh. I ended up having another. Um, conflict which really sucked and mostly because I just really wanted to work with her I really really enjoy her and she just seems like a nice lady
2: yeah
0: yeah Yeah, that
1: show I had worked with Debbie right before Jesse had started on Sweet Life on
3: Jack and Pam worked on that as well
1: and then and I got that job through because I had done a bunch of Hannah Montana's. Mm. So it was just like a that Disney film they like to read. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, if,
0: well there's like four or five creators and they all create yeah. all the yep. shows and the spin-offs and yeah, and they're all on a little nice. college campus there. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah.
3: Hollywood Center Studios. That how was that show for you?
0: Jesse? Yeah. That oh, was
3: great. You loved it. Yeah. Well, I'd never been a on a long running series every series that I did was canceled after <laughs> right. episode six. Um And it was very, uh, it was interesting because I was the senior in the cast. And I really took, having no children of my own, I kind of took those kids under my wing and and really taught them about acting and taught them how to be um, smart actors on stage, learn how to direct yourself, Mm -hmm. learn um, how to analyze a comedic scene and how to land jokes, and and they were open vessels, you know, ready to learn. So. What a gift
0: to them. It and was really
3: fun, and they taught me a lot. Did you direct any? Yes, I directed five. Oh, oh great. great. Yeah. That was nice, right? It was very nice, yeah. Written any of them, or? No. No. Not an improver, not a writer. Not a writer. I'm a lyricist. Are you? Yes. I actually wrote lyrics to the opening. I wrote the song to the opening of Scream.
0: Oh, nice. Did you ever do
3: any musical stuff on Jesse? Um, I wrote, yes, I wrote a song for Peyton and I when we do, we were in a community theater production of a show that's kind of like The Fantastics. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's called The, um, uh, the Wonderfuls or <laughs> something like that. And I was trying to figure out what, how do you write a duet for a 55-year-old and a 20-year-old? Without making it creepy, right? And so um, it was a, a duet about how I wanted to be—I wanted to have the um, the joy and freedom of youth—and she wanted wisdom and age. And um, and I I called it um, um, the trick is to grow up without growing old. Cute. It was, it's a really sweet little. Um can we get it well, on iTunes? You can I think well I think you can get it yeah, you can get it on YouTube.
2: <laughs> That's cool.
1: Wait, so I read that you were in Die Hard?
3: Die Hard with a Vengeance, yeah. With Bruce? With Bruce and Samuel Jackson and Jeremy Irons. What character were you on? I'm, I, I was the head of the bomb squad and I diffused the big bomb at the end of the movie. Um, Charlie. And they're all binary liquid bombs and um Oh, it was so much fun. And I was supposed to work like three weeks and I ended up working five months. Are you uh, serious? Yeah. Oh, that's it a dream. A because thing. they
0: kept writing these or they were like, no, kept, today's the day. No, the the tomorrow's the
3: day. didn't like the look of the bomb, the final bomb. <laughs> Are and you serious? They kept serious? getting put into the back of the prop shop. Stop it. And say, said, we'll call you, Chamberlain, when we're ready to use the bomb.
0: But were they, did you have a, were you on a retainer for five months? Yeah. <gasps>
3: yeah. But you didn't Amazing. actually work the whole time? I that's- sat at home, went down to the Caribbean had to check oh. in every day
0: oh
2: my god that's amazing. i was
1: on hold one time for and i got paid for it for that remember that movie 187 yeah yeah i went had a general meeting and next thing you know they're like we're they're putting it on hold for it because it was a it was a place took place in a school and i was to play one of the st- regular students there oh got it but they never ended up using me i never got to do it but they held me for how long like two months.
0: Whoa, you know, that's I pretty swear good. If you can get it, are they now? When you're doing something like that and they're holding you, are they paying you every day or is it like a weekly, weekly. thing?
1: Yeah. Well, that that was a holding fee, and then when I didn't get it, obviously they you know, they just didn't want me to get anything else.
0: Oh, I got you.
1: So obviously, pay you not to work. Up.
3: Yeah, Mine, they can only drop and pick you up once. Okay, and they dropped and then picked me up again, and then and they, they had to keep they you had on. To
0: keep me up. It was oh, all downhill
3: like from there, though. I never, I've never had had kind a of gig again. How going. many days did
1: you actually work on it?
3: Oh my gosh, probably like we started in July and I wrapped December eighteenth, and I probably worked about fourteen days. So great. Thank
0: you, kitchen cabinets. Oh, <laughs> thank you, um, a
3: lo- student loan. Paid yeah, off. there you go.
0: Oh, nice. Yes. nice. Those jobs are magical, you know yeah. when you when you randomly you, you don't ever expect something like those that
1: those days are over,
0: yeah, to a degree <laughs> I Everything think you are right
1: it's so there's so many networks now, and there's so many like streaming platforms. just I, I don't know how actors are making any money I, I I really don't I know, and sag no offense is not kept up no with they're not what's not. going because on? because the
0: residuals in streaming are next to none it's like it's, it, horrible. it's terrible and how is it going to be with
3: Disney plus now?
1: Well, they're taking everything off of Netflix. Yeah. And so But how are they, listen, you know, as a mom, I'm
0: like I'm not paying for any of this stuff because I know in 2 months I can get everything I want for 6.99 a month. So why would I buy the little mermaid right now? No, you're going to wait. And I know I'm not the only mom that's What I'm do you mean you're going to months are gonna
1: get it for 6.99? Disney
0: Plus comes out and it's supposed to be October, I think. And for 6.99 a month, I get access to every Disney title, every library. Disney show. Oh wow. Right now, in order to per- in order to see certain things, you either have to buy them, like The Little Mermaid is not available for rent. Right. So I'd have to buy it for 18.99, or you can rent things like we rented 101 Dalmatians the other night for 3.99, fine. Which by the way, Glenn Close is great, but I have to say I did not really understand the premise of that movie it was about skinning young puppies. Yeah. It's very scary.
3: This
0: well, it's
1: come on. Don't get PC on the damn. I, well, there were
0: like they were showing the tools. Like it and was then scary. There's the dead mothers. Yes. You know? All right. <laughs> Listen. Anyway, there's so
3: many dead mothers in those Disney movies. Um, well,
0: I did a, com- but I, I agree with you. I don't know how anyone's making money, and especially the commercial world. It's definitely I an audition for a commercial. Not in- what it used to be, because I think so many are going non-union. But I did a commercial like four years ago, maybe five, for Progressive. Right. And last year, I think I might have told you this. Last fall, I randomly get this check in the mail. SAG had done all their due diligence. Apparently, the company had been airing this commercial. Now, who 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 investigates I've never this? Seen it. How do we find out? Right. I have no idea. And they had owed all of us this like back payment of residuals That's for years. True. I mean, I got a check for over 10 grand. Yeah. What? And I was like, huh? It's it's a was, gift. It was. That's what we oh, call the residual world. It really was, and at that time, boy, Broadway was. Don't
3: know that you can actually get residuals now from Broadway albums, right? Um, because they're being played on Sirius XM and, oh, and yeah. all the cable channels have that. You know those radio stations at the end in the eight hundreds, and there's always a Broadway channel there, and uh, and they there's a company called Sound Exchange, and they keep track of that. So anybody who's on a cast album. Log into Sound Exchange, send them your information, and they'll have residual checks for you. Wow. I'm gonna
1: do it because I'm on the Streisand album from Timeless.
0: Oh my gosh, you could have a small Prius waiting for you. And by <laughs> that I mean a toy, <laughs> but still, it's something. But I'm on two of the tracks. Well, there that's what go. I'm saying. Yeah, what's it called? Seventeen dollars in your exchange.
1: pocket. Sound Exchange, bitch! Yep. I'm getting my money. Yeah.
0: <laughs> go up and get my money. I'm gonna go get myself a Popeyes.
1: Mm. Free money. yo! you're getting me the Popeyes. <laughs> you're bring it around. You're bring it around. What's, what's after Little
3: Shop for you? Do you know? Um I'm going to play Carnegie Hall. Are you Ooh. really? Practice. Practice. Um you know that joke? No. How do you get to, <laughs> <laughs> how do you get to Carnegie Hall? Oh, practice, I, oh, practice. Oh, it's,
1: such, it's such like a vaudeville kind yeah. of moment. I was sorry. Saying,
3: yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> We're doing a Gershwin concert. Uh, Ted Sperling has these uh, master voices. It's this chorus and orchestra. And they do old, they did Lady in the Dark. And they did Of the I Sing, which is a uh, old Gershwin. And this is Let Him Eat Cake. And it's the sequel to Of the I Sing. Oh, wow.
1: Cool. So it's just like a state. One-nighter.
3: Yeah. To one-nighter, yeah.
1: Uh, did you
0: ever sing in in high school at Carnegie Hall? In high school? Yeah, we sang in high school. No,
1: we went to – the. we didn't go the, – my theater went to – I went to school in Orlando. I went to school mm. with Wayne Brady. Oh, wow. High school with Wayne Brady and Joey Fatone. And um, no, the theater, we went to New York, so we just did theater stuff there. But my choir, we did like London.
0: Oh, okay. We
1: did like a BBC thing. Oh, got yeah. it. Sorry. No Carnegie Hall for me.
0: <laughs> Apparently not. But
1: I have performed at Madison Square Garden's.
0: It's Medicine Square Garden. Nobody's saying Gardens.
3: <laughs> well, for me it is.
0: I'm going to was, the Kroger's.
3: You were you you performed at Marvin Gardens.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Olive Gardens. Okay,
1: I love an Olive Garden. Did you see their new lasagna cups? No. <laughs> All right, cuz sorry. Um, what Cap- is that Carnegie Hall
3: thing? The uh Thursday before Thanksgiving. Like Thanksgiving's on a Thursday and then this, Right, so, so the, oh, the, the nice. Thanksgiving I
1: think this year is on the 28th.
3: Yeah, so the 21st. Okay. Nice. And oh. then
1: you um, you're going to spend Thanksgiving in New York.
3: Yes, my husband uh, and I have our birthdays 48 hours apart. We're the same. Oh day. wow! Um, and so we're going to host some friends. And do you have a uh, place fun. in New York? I do. Oh, you I okay? Do. That works. I I got it when I was doing Wicked, and then I loved it so much that
0: I've kept, kept it. it. And, and do you ever it's so fucking expensive though? I was going to say, <laughs> when you're not there, do you ever? It, Airbnb I, I, it or Uh I'm not allowed to say. Oh, I
3: see. Correct. But friends stay there. <laughs> Got it. That's nice. And and give me an honorarium. Is
2: it like in uh Midtown? <laughs> yes, on 60th. Area.
3: It's on the Fordham block. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh,
1: I lived nice. on 77th and Columbus. And when I was going to Amda I lived in the Beacon Theater above the Beacon Theater, oh, yeah, at the yeah. Beacon. Yeah. It was I had our a good resident. friend who had
3: that had an apartment there. Yeah. I love it there. I mean, I, if Great I could location. afford to live in New York,
1: yeah, I'd move back in a heartbeat. But yeah. you can't be poor in New York. It's like it's not hard. the city that you want to be. New York poor
3: in. is for the very rich and those who serve them.
1: Correct. Right. And I right. want to be served. I want a doorman.
3: No, <laughs> yeah. I want like I just don't want. Yeah. Well, I feel even no. in the theater community that we're yeah. performing, we're like court jesters for the Oh, absolutely. The and the everyone's
1: moved family. moving out of the city. It's like
3: it's just unaffordable. Yeah. yeah. There's like a, um, half of those luxury, new luxury buildings are empty. Yeah,
1: people, I don't know
0: who, like, yeah, who's... people,
3: wealthy people buy them and then
1: stay one night at them. Right. Well, a lot of them are overseas people. Yeah. Who have, uh... Yeah. No, I've watched a lot of million dollar listings, <laughs> and they're having a field day because the New York uh, market has fallen,
2: Tanked.
1: yeah, drastically.
0: Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's yeah. I, I mean, I even feel like it's, it's harder and harder in any big city. It's harder in Los Angeles, you know? Yep. Um, I can't imagine people say the same thing about like Chicago and San Francisco and, um. but yeah, there is, it's, I mean, it's such a fun place. I love New York. I love going to visit there. Um, But the last time I was there working for several weeks on end, I just, I would look around every day and I wasn't paying for the apartment. They put me up and I thought to myself, Oh God, can you imagine how much would that apartment have been? Five, six thousand dollars a no, month yeah, yeah. at they, least, and yeah, it wasn't they, that nice. When we were doing
1: runway, when I was with Alyssa, yeah. we we're doing runway. Four apartments in Battery Park.
0: I can't. And imagine. I had my own
1: one bedroom. And I remember it,
0: that place. It, it was I, nice. I
1: saw the bill. It's ridiculous. It's like crazy. How
0: much was that one bedroom that you had? Um, that o- was similar to what they had given me, but over in sixty-five. Midtown. Over sixty-five thousand, $6, hundred sixty-five hundred dollars a month. Yeah. <sighs> Wow. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> it's absurd.
1: It is absurd. But I loved it.
0: Oh, of course. Especially <laughs> you're not putting the bill.
1: <laughs> and I loved living in battery park because all the trains come down. So it's like a mini right, Times yeah. square when it comes to the subway. So you can get on it. You can get anywhere, can anywhere. really fast.
3: Yeah. It's not I'm that right by Columbus Circle, so, And all of them.
1: Yeah. Down they down all there. just meet right. You know? Yeah, so that's experience. why I, used to, I love Columbus circle. I love battery park. Um, I never thought I would love Battery Park because I was like, "What's there to do in Battery Park?" But yeah. I loved it. I loved it.
0: Kevin, it do you have any stories about like you know live performances that have gone awry? We all love, you know. Uh, <laughs> sometimes it's a happy accident. Sometimes you're just trying to stop the bleeding on stage or <laughs> whatever the moment is. Something I
3: I, I was um, almost killed by a lighting instrument that uh, fell. Oh God. Um, and smashed and actually cut my leg from the glass but um, so Wait. that was the really dangerous weird thing I had but I during Susical, I got a kidney stone <laughs>
2: oh, Sorry, and
3: I was in so much pain that I couldn't even stand up straight and my understudy who's Casey Nicolaw who has gone on to become incredibly wealthy and Famous as a Broadway director. Um, he was, was on Casey vacation. Casey was
0: Drowsy Chaperone?
3: Drowsy Chaperone, Book of Mormon, Aladdin. Yeah, right, okay. Mean Girls. A few things. Yeah. <laughs> and he was on vacation and I had a kidney stone. And so I had to go on and I was pumping water and pumping water and trying to pee it out. And uh, they pushed me around on a ladder alike in musical. So that was nice. I didn't have to move too much. But all of a sudden I was like, I really have to go. And I passed it um, like between scenes. No. And it was the most painful and yet wonderful thing <laughs> that's, that could happen. And
0: were you immediately like, I mean, sore, oh, I'm but so immediately relieved. like just, so oh relieved, my gosh, yeah. I'm okay now.
3: It was like a lightning bolt. Oh. Did you name it, Susicle? <laughs> <laughs> you should. Like,
1: you should have a, kept it.
3: A sne- a star-bellied sneech.
0: There's nothing like having to go on the show must go on. There's nothing like having to do that when you're not feeling well no. or I mean I remember having to go on for some show I was in having just come off like a two-day stomach flu. And still oh, you're not you're just like not really sure you're you're better but you haven't eaten a lot in two days and not really sure if anything's gonna stay in.
2: Yeah,
3: and especially <laughs> if you have to dance hard. Yep. Oh, it's terrible. Doctor Theater kicks in though.
0: It does. The adrenaline, adrenaline kicks in and kicks somehow. In. Yeah. yeah. It all stays in place, but it's not fun.
3: But that, yeah, the kidney stones, the lighting instrument. And I'm trying to think of um I've had understudies have to go on and you know, you turn and they're not there. They <laughs> they've not entered. Oh I mean, no. You kind of have to vamp till they run on. Um, I had an actor come up and the, his whole big shtick backstage was grabbing you from behind and going, you're on. Oh, and, I killed somebody. And I would go ah, and run on.
0: And you and weren't on. And find
3: myself in the middle. Of the no, series.
0: that
2: is funny.
1: <laughs> oh, my God, I killed kill somebody. What uh, show was
3: that, that on? Uh, the Foreigner.
1: Oh, okay. called, called
3: The Foreigner. Yeah, I know The Foreigner. And And a lot of
1: technical things can happen, too, especially with those big productions like Wicked
3: and, I mean. Oh, yeah, we've shut the show down a couple times on Wicked. The um, uh, throne (laughs) uh, wouldn't work, wouldn't roll down. And it's on a rake, you know, that stage. And when it becomes unhinged out of the track, it can just roll down and tip into the audience. Oh, God. And it's probably 2,000 pounds, Takes four stagehands to hold it from sliding down the. Oh my god! Yeah, I
1: was looking. I was watching something on that King Kong. Right. Have you seen that? No. Stage version of it. No. There's a giant it just closed. Yeah. yeah. Did you see it? Hmm. And uh, the monkey was cool. <laughs> yeah, I was like, who's going to see that? I mean, I'm gonna be honest. I was like, I can't imagine spending money to go see this, like the only reason I would want to see it is because of the monkey it's a giant Kong and it's like run by puppeteers and it's massive uh-huh, and I just can't imagine the amount of I don't know how Broadway shows recoup that kind of money yeah, on they don't it's like it's crazy.
0: How long was it open?
1: not that long six months.
2: Oh gosh! I, I think
1: it's the show that. What's remember? What's her name? When we did who? Australian actor, um, Boyana. Boyana. Her boyfriend, because he started. Remember, he was doing it in Australia. He was.
0: Oh. Oh yeah, it was big in Australia. Oh, starring yeah. there, yes. starring in it. Oh.
1: Yes, I think so. I think. It, it,
0: I wonder where all those things go to die, like the Kong. Like, where does that thing? It goes to some warehouse somewhere where they probably you know, put it together and then it just sits there until they, they have a
3: theater museum. And they really oh, that's should. A great idea. You know, you know, they've been talking about it for years, but you need real estate. Real yeah, I was going to say,
1: where yeah. would they put it?
0: Oh, you they'd know? have to put it out in Jersey somewhere. or
2: in <laughs> yeah. Queens.
1: So, I mean, they could do it where they're going to do the Amazon thing that folded.
0: Yeah.
3: It should be in Midtown where people,
1: uh, where are you going to put it?
0: Yeah. You know, where are you going to
3: put Kong? A, the Titanic museum. you know, the Titanic exhibit. Right. Was there for a while. And they had a Downton Abbey exhibit. Right.
0: Wow. I don't know it's like in Vegas it. how you can go to the Vegas graveyard that has all the cool yeah. like electric signs and stuff. um, maybe they should put out in Vegas. They definitely got the room.
1: What would your dream show be?
3: Mm. I mean, I'm not really physically right for it, but I've always wanted to play Sweeney Todd, really? yeah, that's a
1: good. He's show. all yeah. dream
0: girls. <laughs> I would
1: love that No, my favorite that's is- in my bedroom my-
3: yeah <laughs> my
1: favorite all time show's. Is- besides Little Shop, honestly, is Company.
3: Oh, yeah. I did Company. It's Ugh, it's it is. really wonderful. But it's also very unsatisfying. Unless you're Bobby. Right. You just come on and you do your little sketch, and then you sort of sit around.
1: Right. But backstage. the Bobby character is like, yeah. I mean, the music is out of the. Yeah, I'm world. looking forward to the new female one. Oh, I didn't know they were doing one. Yeah. Oh, it's on Broadway? From,
3: yeah, it's coming over from England with uh, Patty Lapone Oh. Oh, Patty
1: Lapone. We, we love us some Patty Lapone. She always comes up. She somehow. always comes up. We had Kelly Martin on the show. Oh, cool. And uh we were talking Patty Lapone. They still keep in touch obviously. And uh I would love to work with Patty Lapone.
0: <laughs> Who wouldn't? Jesus. Um, one of the, one of the other great things about New York is how small it is. And yeah. when you leave your shows and other people leave their shows, it's like one big sort of melting pot gathering place where you literally bump into people or yeah. see people across the street. Blocks. Right. Or you go down to have a drink at the bar and then, you know, it's like, oh my God, there's so-and-so. One of my favorite sightings was walking in Midtown. The shows had just gotten out. I don't think I'd seen a show. I'd gone for drinks, I think. And, um... And I saw um Bernadette Peters escorting Elaine Stritch just down Eighth <laughs> Avenue. And people were all kind of like doing that thing where they they saw they looked and then they doubled they did a double take and then there was the whispers and then people were like kind of pointing. And I was like, Did I just see what I thought I just saw? And then I looked back and everyone else was doing the but same people thing. People also leave celebrities alone. Yeah, nobody was talking to them. Nice. Nobody asked for an autograph, nobody yeah. took a picture. It was really quite cool.
1: I think. I think maybe more so in the Broadway. I mean, I've seen some fans like with Alyssa; they go nuts for her. There, like she's.
0: I think the Broadway community. I think is, the Broadway
1: community is a little different. It's
0: also smaller. Not everybody's. Not everybody that lives in New York is like into Broadway, right? You know. Whereas I think in other cities, it's like whatever the thing is, people are. You know, that's what everybody does.
1: Will you be seeing the new Cats movie? <laughs> <laughs>
3: in the comfort of my own home correct
1: <laughs> i i'm sorry i saw that show on broadway when it was cuz i was living there when it was still running right before it closed I'm not i'm not a fan
0: you don't like the cats i don't
1: like i'm allergic to cats but you don't cats, like cats, be cats be in general I, i'm allergic to cats and i was just like they can't be making a movie about this right this is like crazy but sure enough
0: isn't taylor swift a cat
1: i think taylor is and jennifer Hudson's. She's a cat. I bet you she gets fucking nominated. It's gonna,
3: <laughs> I think it's going to go down in history. Oh, in a-
0: really? One way or the other. Yeah. Yes.
1: Yeah. I think your I'm prediction like is correct. Going,
3: what the hell? Is like The Rock in it or something? No, so, <laughs> <it's> like,
1: <yeah. laughs> the Rock is a cat. I'm like, yeah, it's like- I, Singing like, Memory.
0: Rebel Wilson.
1: Oh, it's, yeah, it's going to be- uh, They yeah. must have got really good checks for this. Because I'm like going, what? You know,
0: I mean, I feel like it's one of those that comes out at Christmas. I think you have Mm -hmm. several glasses of Nog and then you go to see it. (laughs) So
1: who's going to it? That's my question. Who's me after
0: several glasses of Nog? So
1: you're going to go to see cats? I'll
0: probably go see it to make fun of it or to enjoy it. I'll
3: have a big international. I guess
0: people love the cats. You have to understand. And people love Taylor Swift and Taylor Swift loves cats. So someone (laughs) up there was like, let's make that connection.
1: I'm allergic <laughs> to the cats.
0: Okay, well, yeah. I know who will go, go see it. Stephen Ray Morris will definitely. Oh my god, Stephen
1: Ray Morris is definitely going to see it. Yeah, he, yeah.
0: I mean, he is the target audience for <laughs> sure. <laughs> Stephen, we love you, and I, I want to know what you think of cats. Great
3: that music is coming back. Music Listen, back.
0: I love yes, a musical.
3: I love. I love I, I'm
1: really excited to see the Judy movie.
3: Oh yeah. With
1: um, have you seen that? Trailer? No.
0: Renée Zellweger. Renée
1: Zellweger. That's <gasps> right. Yeah. That trailer looks amazing. It does. Yeah. I'm, that I'm excited about.
0: Um, Megan Hilty has a movie on Lifetime that she just did.
1: Nexium. She's,
0: no.
1: Did <laughs> you see the Nexium movie? Yes. No.
2: <laughs>
0: Wait, I think it's a documentary, though.
1: No, it's a movie of the week.
0: It is a movie of the yes, week.
1: Yes, Lifetime is doing a movie of the week on the
0: Nexium. Knew it.
1: And there's a, the main character is Allison Mack, our friend Allison Mack. Yes.
0: So who is playing her? I don't.
1: You got to look it up. Who got the part? Rob, look it up. Rob, have you done a Lifetime movie? Mm-hmm. I played you, Santa Claus. Directed oh, I could totally directed you. Oh, by I could Mariah that. Carey.
0: Oh, what? you're kidding
1: me. Wait, Where how are, are we are varying uh, yeah, this? I Where use the story? term loosely. <laughs> wait a minute. Did <laughs> she show up? <laughs> yes. Every day. Yeah. Hold on a second. Where Where'd you guys shoot? Cincinnati. Why there?
3: Uh, I guess cheap. But, but Mariah movie. went to Cincinnati. Yeah.
1: Why was she directing it? Was she in it? Uh huh. Is yes. this her directing debut? I, what is it to. called?
3: A Christmas Melody.
0: Oh, Did you and- stay in a closet? <laughs>
3: <laughs> we have friends who do movie the week.
0: dodgy Christmas movies and, and they, get housed in closets. I, yeah, they oh, were,
3: I think yeah. we were in the Comfort Inn kind of
1: thing. Okay. So. And Mariah was okay. Uh, Mariah was not a in the Comfort Inn.
3: Yeah. So much gauze.
1: What What is year it, was this?
3: It was like four years ago.
1: So was she married
3: to Nick Cannon at the time? just divorced okay. and, but she had the crazy manager
1: the oh manager i love woman, the manager <laughs> the manager
3: woman the, yeah oh my god
2: she's a she fucking on nightmare she was set everywhere oh, yeah, yeah yeah basically
3: yeah. directing and uh, i mean in stiletto heels and and black leather pants and oh my I mean, god it was and oh i can't say what well it, no <laughs> it i know a lot of stories off. too
1: because of the reality wow. show that they did my friends oh, that
3: showed everything, yeah,
1: worked on it, and
3: the way she tr- treated her children was well. That's one of the question.
1: Were the kids there? And yeah, yeah. Morocco and
3: not Mariah, but the the woman. Oh, the the, 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 oh, manager, the manager woman, her daughter. Yeah.
1: Oh, really? Wild. Yeah, there was a whole thing that manager. I, there's a loss. I think Mariah is suing her. or She's suing. Yeah. yeah. There's a whole thing. Oh, this manager's crazy. You gotta look her. She's. Oh no, her I saw, I
0: remember from the show. Yeah.
1: Oh my God! That oh, I would have loved to be yeah. a fly on the I, wall during I, that.
3: I showed up and I don't have a beard, and they wanted a Santa beard, so they went out and they got a like a Halloween store Santa no. beard. Oh, oh no. you're kidding! And it looks so awful, and they put it on me, and Mariah comes in to approve it in the makeup trailer, and she's freaking out, and I, I was like, um, well, you know, you get what you pay for. They look at, and I held up the bag, and it said like. Five ninety five Halloween Santa beard. Oh, my and god! And she
2: flipped.
3: Flipped out. And then I felt bad because I threw the makeup person under the bus. <laughs> but I'm, I have to wear but it. But
1: you've got to wear it. Yeah. yeah. Not, that's the one thing I learned from Streisand. She's like, if you don't say something, it's
0: yeah, It's, on it's your you. face. Yeah. It's your but face out you, there. If
3: you watch it, it's just a horrible beard. It's just
1: horrible. Did you end up wearing
0: it? They didn't um, get another a one? version of it. I okay. mean,
3: they... Tore it apart and glued it on. The, and- yeah. It, it's, oh my God. God. I have to watch what? this movie. But so there's also a- these horribly blatant uh, Folgers ads in the middle of it where they're drinking coffee and just instead of it being in the background, they're drinking and then it cuts. The camera moves and cuts it's to the camp, The Folgers can. What? Uh,
1: they're uh, doing that on the hills with well. the press strips. That's what the, that's because commercials aren't airing anymore, guys. Like, they're not watching them. Don't you remember in the show?
0: My infamous uh, line Mm. in the movie New Year's Eve, which directed by Gary Marshall I played a waiter. I'm in this, and I'm thinking I'm going to have like at least like a cute, like cater waiter little Mm -hmm. outfit on. My out, you know, my scene is with Josh Jamel. He comes over to get a drink. No, I'm in this ugly, like yellow (laughs) vest. I just, it's awful, but whatever. Talk about, and I remember saying, because of this one, I remember being like, "Maybe we could just, maybe I don't have to wear the vest." And they were like, "You're wearing the vest," and I was like, "Okay, all right, wearing the vest." Yeah. So my my whole line was another Serono, sir. So you know, which I'm, by the way
1: is god awful.
0: Have <laughs> right. you had it? But they paid like two million dollars right. for the line. So you knew it was going to stay in. Yeah, I knew it was going to stay in. That
1: residual check.
0: There you go. But that was the ad placement. And he was like, you gotta be able to make sure you say it correctly. Another <laughs> D Serono and Coaxer, I think is what I said. Oh,
3: oh my God. I was- <laughs> that was my first drink, an amaretta sour. Right. Oh. Ugh.
1: Wait a minute. I'm back to Mariah. I'm obsessed. <laughs> Me and Mariah go back like babies and pacifiers. I will um,
3: Thank you. I will show that. you pictures after.
1: Oh God, Mariah. yes. Wait a minute. Is there a table read?
3: No. Okay. No, but I get to the I get to the uh, set, and they're like, "You got the new script, right?" <laughs> I hate when people. Say I was it. like, um, I that. "No, what version? What do you what, what do you mean? What version?" And they hadn't given me the new script, and it was paragraphs and paragraphs and paragraphs.
1: Oh no! That what was, were the days? How many day,
3: How many pages do we got shooting a day? Um, and does I she did know how to thing? direct? Like, Has she For... ever directed anything before? She besides had music videos, guy, she had a guy there. Oh, okay. Kind of shadowing. Um, she had a lot to say about the makeup. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it was—I couldn't believe getting the script. You know, and I'm not that fast of a memorizer, and I was like just cramming it in my trailer. Oh
0: my god! Um, and
3: that's—you you can tell really. You know, m- most acting on tv is that at least the one-hour dramas you know you yeah. can tell when they got the rewrites the day before and they're just oh, spewing yeah. i mean most times people are just learning it in
1: the chair and the
3: makeup yeah chair. yeah
1: they know you know
3: i always call it when i, t- I teach a lot and, and i say if if an actor is if he's whispering like this yes. he doesn't really know his lines just he's
0: hoping just hoping to mumble it. through it is this
3: why you don't have to inflect that's no way that no no person on earth actually speaks this way. But if you can do this, it yeah. doesn't have to really be acting. You can just
0: kind of I never breath. thought of that.
3: No, yeah. I worked with
1: someone like that on the show I got fired on, haunted. Um <laughs> with Matthew. He was like that. I would I Whisper acting. Yeah, he was whisper acting. I would literally I was playing You were
3: standing right next to him and you couldn't hear him, right?
1: I'm literally I'm playing his friend, and like the notes I would get from the producers are we don't see the relationship like from the dailies and stuff. I'm going I can't hear like I don't know what he's (laughs) saying to me, so I'm like like trying to like because I I know what I know what he's saying, but I don't know when he's saying Uh, it. You know because I don't know. And there's like a dead body. I'm like eating beef jerky. I'm a quirky (laughs) like fucking coroner. You know. He's a detective. We're friends. (laughs) There's in between us. And I'm like,
2: I'm like you
1: literally see me like just leaning in, going
3: What is what is that sound thing with you know how people centralize sound like
0: ASMR? ASMR? Oh, yeah. I just heard about that's someone it, just
3: showed that to me
1: and I was like
0: what is exactly this? what it is now? Yeah, it is. What is obs- that's a, it's the craziest thing. Have I, you ever watched the video? There's so many I saw videos.
1: someone showed me a video and then they showed me like the soap one where like it's just the sound of the cutting the soap and stuff. <laughs> it's fucking weird. I, listeners if you're an ASMR fan. Don't send me emails. I get it. It,
0: it, Believe me, no one listening to this podcast and your voice is an ASMR fan. Okay. No (laughs) offense, friend, but, um, well, Kevin, it's a delight to have you on. Thank you. I mean,
1: the Mariah. Thank you. Yeah. (laughs) The Mariah.
0: I need some. Pic- yeah. Do you have any pictures? Oh yeah. Back okay. in the day. Okay, we're gonna yeah. need oh, to. We're gonna need to show God. some of those. Yeah.
1: Did you ever have lunch with her? or yes. anything? Oh, yes. Kev, hold on. We're not ending this yet. Yeah, <laughs> you sat and had lunch <laughs> with her.
2: Ah, uh, yeah. What
3: did she talk about? Um, you know, she was actually curious in, in. She deflected off of herself. She didn't want to talk about herself. She right. Didn't want to ask you questions and um, uh, talk about the character mm-hmm. and make her feel like she was directing. But um it was so weird and so fast and and um I, the whole thing with the kids was really disturbing. But that not were, her kids. Not her kids. So let's be clear. It was yeah. And
0: the kids in the movie?
3: Uh
2: no. No, the manager. No,
3: oh like the man the, oh okay. The manager and then the manager put her kids in the class with the 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 on-set kids. Oh, the really? The studio teacher? Oh, so you're getting free schooling that way?
1: Oh,
0: wow. <laughs> oh, weird.
1: Yeah, the manager I'm probably going to get a. No, you're not because it, she, she showed everything on the series. That, oh, right, she did. Yeah. That reality series was a shit, shit show. show. Uh, I wanted to she come would back. Scream so like, at her that. child. Oh, my I God. I know. No, she was a, like, she's a freak, that lady. Yeah. And I'll say it. Um, allegedly. Allegedly.
3: <laughs> allegedly. Well, I've had some crazy directors in my time and, and, and amazing directors. Like the guy who directed um, Die Hard ended up in prison. Um, McDee, you know, um, uh, he was involved in that whole. Um, uh, Epstein? No. Oh. <laughs> allegedly, no. <laughs> John McTiernan um, was his name. And uh, why did he go we'll to look jail? Look it up. We'll look it up. Okay. And uh, and I keep thinking Whitey Bulger, but it's, it's oh. something to do something to do with um a mob guy, and that was really wild. That's and bizarre. Then I did a play once with um. Do you remember Ryan Idle? Ryan, what do I know that name? He was uh, a gay porn no. actor. Oh, how funny! Like, from the '80s, I did a play called The Ritz. Now he's like on death row. He's in prison. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> well, our friend Allison
1: Mack, she's facing. Four- did they ever? No, they have postponed it. To an unannounced date. Of because sentencing. they're waiting for
0: the premiere of the movie? <laughs> I
1: don't know. Oh, my
0: God. And oh. in
3: the Nexium movie, uh-huh. it will Rob. be uh, Sarah Fletcher, who stars as Allison Mack. Is that your competition?
0: No, but I didn't even get an audition. I'm uh, <laughs> very offended.
1: You know her best. You could have played Allison <sighs> so well.
0: I don't have the right hair right now.
1: They would have given it All about you. the bang. That's so crazy. Yeah, so, yeah, she's facing up to 40 years.
0: Facing additional prison time, McTiernan entered into a second plea deal in 2010 and Go was ahead. sentenced to a year in prison. That was in the year 2010.
3: So he's out. And what was it? It was. A-
0: I'm having trouble seeing. Um, I don't know what it was. I'm trying to get. He into directed the, the first
3: Die Hard and then the third one, The
0: Hunt, like, for, Red October? Hunt for Red October, Predator. Right. He's done a lot of no, things. He's big. He went to Juilliard. See. <laughs> Listen, it can happen to anybody, okay? <laughs> Be mindful of your decisions, people. You could end up in jail. You could. Real quick. Oh, God. All right, I'm going well, f- to... This, this has been a pleasure. This, oh, this my has God, been such a pleasure. Coming, Thank Kevin. you for coming, Kevin. Thank you for coming, Kevin.
1: Listen, open- I don't know if we're airing this. I'm going to try to air this before your show the Show closes.
3: We run, we run through October 20th at Pasadena Playhouse. Okay. Wonderful. And... uh uh, eight o'clock most nights and matinees on Saturdays and Sundays as well. Are you dark on Monday? Yeah.
0: And if you're in New York before Thanksgiving and Carnegie you need some hall. culture, yeah. Carnegie hall, everyone
3: of the, I sing, have uh, you, the let, I sing. let the meat cake. Have you called. performed there before? Yeah.
1: Look at you.
0: Oh, uh, veteran. Um, <laughs> all right. It was
1: a pleasure having you. You'll have to come back for
0: Please, sure. Let, uh, Send
1: us some of your Broadway friends.
0: All right. Let us know where people can find you.
3: Uh yes, Kevin Chamberlain, uh dot uh, chamberlain.kevin on Instagram. And um I'm about to hit five hundred thousand followers. Awesome. Oh my
1: God. After yeah. this, you're gonna hit five hundred thousand and one because uh-huh. we'll follow you.
3: And uh Instagram is Kevin Ch- at Kevin Ch- I mean um uh, Twitter is at Kevin Chamberlain.
0: Yeah. I have a weird question. Yeah. This is a worst question. After the whole um Everyone thought you were a dead thing and you weren't. Did you get more followers?
3: <laughs> uh creepily spi- enough, yes.
0: Yes, isn't that strange?
3: Yeah. But it was also that TikTok video.
0: Yeah. Well yeah. that
3: was that had a million hits, so
0: I think when you're in the zeitgeist people- of the young people's minds and yeah, yeah it becomes a whole thing. Yeah. Well, hopefully you can continue to help the young people find culture
1: because for Christ's sake what are you talking about
3: <laughs> so, just give
1: me my fucking chicken
3: sandwich are you considering faking your death for more followers i'm glad just
1: he's I, tried I, no one cares, no one cares. The issue. <laughs> that is the issue in fact i think most of the people that listen to this show want me to die <laughs> but Stop that's it. okay i'm still coming back for more bitches
0: <laughs> well thanks for listening uh i am yo laken
1: and I'm at Alec Led. don't
3: ask. You can find me at com. New website updated. Uh, you can find my Twitter there and Instagram, which I will not say the handle of. And you should You're buy some
1: merchandise about. at worsteverpodcast.com.
0: And you can email us at worsteverpodcast at com, And send
1: me Starbucks gift cards from there on that address. Go ahead.
0: Okay. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, or uh, follow us at worsteverpodcast. Well, thanks. This has been a pleasure. And happy birthday again. Yeah. You're looking younger and younger every year. I hate cats.
1: <laughs> I mean, I don't hate them, but I'm allergic.
0: Okay. Goodbye.